welcome to the Red Blizzard 357 Podcast. It's going to be a partial on YouTube. The whole version will be on iTunes. I was talking to this, this gentleman was in his like mid forties. He was he was in the military. He was in the army. And he's explaining to me how he was suffering from PTSD over the years. We just got to talking. I had ran into him at the airport. It's like the airport bar before you get on the airport. And we sipping. Not really watching the TV. The TV's basically watching us, waiting for our flights. And he got to telling me about how he was in Desert Storm uh, the Desert Storm with Bush Sr I call it that and the uh, second campaign he, he was there too and he was telling me um, how I really messed with him mentally really messed with him mentally and he, he got to tell me about his his wife. Now he's a, he's a white guy, and she's black. And he got he got to tell me about uh, how he would have like night terrors. So he's like a real light sleeper, and any, anything could set him off at any given time. And he was telling me how one night he was sleep, he was in the bed with his wife. And he started having flashbacks, I guess. And something had set him off in his dream. Before he even realized that he had his wife in a headlock. And he was punching her in the face. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, he was really going ham. He was really going to town on her face. And she's bleeding all over the place. And finally, she was... I don't know if he got tired. I can't remember how he put it, but the way he was explaining it was she was able to calm him down finally to where he realized he was in the bed and what what had happened and her reply while she's bleeding profusely from the forehead and the nose area was you know calm, calm down baby I'm here you, you're just dreaming you're just dreaming and he's just a regular he's like a regular he was in the military but he's he falls in the cat.
category of like a regular white guy, just like regular black people, he would fall, he would be closer to a blue collar guy than a white collar like CEO type or something like that. Or a rich guy. He's just a regular guy. He's just he's just a grinder. White guy, real real cool. And as he's telling me this story, I got to thinking to myself about the American black woman. What would the American black woman, what would this woman do if the same situation occurred and her husband was a black man? You see, you see, brothers, you see, fellas, they are eager and so quick to make excuses and reservations for any other race of men but you. You don't get that pass. You are not allowed to have PTSD. It doesn't matter how many tours of duty you have served in the military you are not allowed to have that kind of leg up in a situation and that's the first place my mind went as he's explaining this story and he breaks it down to me and I'm sitting there like huh I wonder if she would be as understanding polite and supportive if he was black. I'm willing to bet, you know. You see, fellas, it's very, it's very interesting how they can just switch up when they're not dating us and become so understanding and polite and submissive to men of other races. That's because their mental programming, they're programmed to, they fantasize about being with white men. That's their ultimate fantasy. They will break their neck to be with a white man, an Asian man, any, any other man other than a black man. You can just look at their attitudes and the way they act how it's so vastly different when they were with other men and i'm not just talking about like over the course of time over the course of years as you get they get to know each other and understand each other from the very beginning they're like that and it doesn't matter if that man has earned that respect or not doesn't matter if that man has earned the benefit of the doubt or not. The only thing that matters is the complexion of that man's skin. If he's Asian, his culture. If he's Arab, his culture. Skin complexion. The lighter variety. As long as they are not black men, black women are fully 
engaged when it comes to submitting and being very pleasant to be around. This is the sign of a very, very, very deceptive species of being. One of which you should not and you should never trust. Because they are always looking for cracks in your armor. And when they find the crack in your armor, that's exactly where the knife will be inserted into you. Black women are the supreme backstabbers of the black community, of which is a pile of crap right now. But what do you expect? You have these beans, so-called backbone of it. It's funny how you're the backbone of it, but you don't want to claim any of the negativity that comes out of it. Because anything that's negative that comes out of it, it automatically gets shifted towards the black man. But wait a minute. According to according to y'all, black men aren't there. They're never there. They always run away from responsibility. So if that's the case, them not being there, that means the influence, it, it comes directly from you. So doesn't that mean the outcome can be attached to your fingerprints? very interesting very interesting and very entertaining and I for one I am glad that the mask of the modern day woman in general but especially the mask of the modern day black woman is slipping and falling off your faces that's why you're running and scrambling to use all these fake add-ons to hide your identity as much as you can but the world knows who you are what you are you're the breed of women that are so willing and will go out of their way to stab their own men in the back but black men have realized y'all were never our women's women to begin with We've come to peak. We've, we, we're at peace with that now. And we're still going to call out the dumb shit and the fuck shit. But now, we just sit back, sit on the sidelines with a box of popcorn, and we watch y'all make a complete and other food of yourselves in front of the whole world. And we just laugh. Anyway, that portion, this portion will be on my YouTube channel, Red Blizzard 357. But the podcast will go on the podcast, the totality of the podcast 
will be on iTunes. For those of you that don't know, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Red Blizzard 357. Always got the grill percolating and sizzling because there's always something to be pointed out and educated on and talked about. So feel free to subscribe to my YouTube channel. And that being said, the YouTube portion is out. Come to iTunes if you want to hear the continuation. Yes, welcome to the continuation of the Red Blizzard Podcast. I would just like to say that the Passport Bros and the Pump and Dump Bros had it right this whole time. Now, as far as the Pump and Dump Bros go, I mean, that's really nothing new. We was kind of partaking in that like in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? In the late 80s, early 90s. So it didn't really have a name to it other than being a bachelor, living a bachelor life, you know, something like that. Uh, we was doing it back then. It was kind of second nature. Uh, but right now, the ideology fits perfectly with the current environment that we find ourselves in. It's like these modern day women, they get they get madder and madder and they act out more and more just to be more and more rebellious. The same as a, a child it's, it's what children do. When they can't have their way or when an adult scolds them, scoffs at them and speaks out against what they're doing. 
and in the back of their mind they know what they're doing is wrong but in order to be rebellious and to go against what the authority figure is saying they act out even more they throw a temper tantrum they show out even more make themselves look even worse and that's exactly what's going on now in modern day society and the pump and dump bros been right for a long time because basically if you listen to any one of them speak out basically saying the modern day woman is not worth taking seriously as far as you know if you are one of those kind of men types of men that you know you're looking for a wife you're looking for a wife that has some traditionalism within her some feminism not feminism but submissive feminine attributes the natural order of what women were once upon a time but a lot of these women have strayed so far from their natural selves it's even it's even being reflected in their appearances you look at the average modern day woman now especially the black ones just take a look at them everything on them is artificial their butts surgery done their boobs surgery done their noses surgery done their lips when they want them fuller surgery done weaves wigs sew-ins not naturally grown out of the scalp a procedure a add-on this is how snuffy turds are born let's not forget the seven inch eyelashes that these heifers is wearing now making them look absolutely stupid i mean y'all look really fucking stupid wearing that shit really dumb really dumb and i'm starting to wonder if y'all trying to look really dumb on purpose because if you're trying that hard under the strength of rebellion to look that hideous and fucking dumb I begin to wonder about your sanity. Which probably would explain why you have so many bodies on you. More bodies than a Glock in the ghetto. I digress because the more I point things out it doesn't matter how true it is it doesn't matter I can be sitting front row and actually seeing these things in 4k if I so much as dare to 
utter any words speaking about what I'm actually seeing all of a sudden I hate women and I especially hate black women that's a conclusion that a lot of them come to so the conclusion that a lot of these modern day simps come to you know the strong arm hand of feminism these white knights Got all these simps, got all these moist magpies defending the stupidity and the ignorancy and the debauchery of the modern day woman. And black women have taken the mantle as being the henchmen of this movement, the feminist movement. I've even seen one of my exes post some shit on Facebook. There was definitely some fuck shit. A bitch that I was fucking once upon a time had the same feminist mindset. Telling women, don't just focus on one man if he's not trying to talk about committing to you solely this and that go out and date multiple men do this and that i'm not saying you should sleep with all of them but hey live your life baby this is what this heifer said i guess that tells me that the right decision was made me leaving that alone See, women like that, especially in the black community, they practice divorce before they even get married. They get down the craft of divorce before they even get a ring put on their finger. Black women are not wife material. They are not made for that life. In the current environment, the current society has pretty much cemented the, the actual fact that this is true. You ain't got to believe anything I got to say. All you got to do is pay attention. Just have a look. Have a look around. And you see how you see how they act, especially in public. I challenge any one of you to, for those of you in the Chicagoland area, I challenge any one of you to get on a train, get on the rail line. The rail line reveals a lot. It doesn't even matter what time of day it is. Get on the rail line, ride it. If you get on a 95th, ride it to Howard. If you get on a Howard, ride it to 95th. If you want the perfect illustration of what I'm talking about, get on that train, 
don't don't have no headphones on or nothing like that you need to hear everything you need to see everything you will see firsthand exactly where i'm coming from you will understand exactly where i'm coming from they are the loudest most obnoxious most masculine women you can ever encounter for no reason why are y'all that loud unnecessarily we see you you need you need that much much attention that bad what human being needs that much attention when you get to the point where you need that much attention you need to seek a psychiatric evaluation that's not healthy for a human being any human being you could be a man or a woman if you need that much attention you have a problem but it's always our women or black community they they need the most attention and if you don't give it to them they have the highest capacity of an attitude that a human being can have short of just creating a mass tragedy somewhere i mean that's where it's born from that need for attention and validation it doesn't start with the violent aspect of it it doesn't start there no it doesn't start there it starts in earlier phases before the cocooning before they go into the cocoon and come out ultra violent it starts out as a modest you know give me attention look at me look at me talk to me talk to me call me call me text me text me every day don't don't skip a day no then it goes from don't skip a day to Hey, I haven't talked to you in a couple hours. <laughs> a couple hours. So, you think I just don't have anything to do but to just sit around and talk to you all day about the same shit we talked about a few hours ago? Uh, oh, no, that attention is not enough. And then that attention, that's when they jump into the cocoon stage. No, that form of, of attention, that's that's no longer enough. No, 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 fuck that. That's no longer enough. Then it goes into something much deeper. Starts making them angry. They, they become enraged because they're not getting the amount of attention that they want. Not a matter of getting the attention for a sane person. It's not even about that. They want more. They want video game attention. They want sports attentions. Whatever hobby that men like and enjoy that we, you know, we put our efforts into and our attention and we enjoy these activities and it's relaxing and it's stress-free. They want that version of attention. 
modern day society the modern day woman has lost their damn minds and black women are leading the charge but don't say that shit out loud because as soon as you do it is now your fault you are feeding the dragon how dare you speak out loud about this you know you guys used to talk about this kind of thing in the barbershops back in the day we had to come in there and shut that down like no we know we're no longer going to drop our sons off we are going to sit in here too and listen to what you guys talk about Very, very interesting. But little did they know, we peeped that game from the dough. And men immediately started to switch up, like, because we knew we couldn't really no longer lay into what we thought and believed about certain things. We saw the we saw the writing on the wall. So basically, barbershop talk went underground. Basically, we started doing it in smaller groups. We kick with our friends. We go somewhere and get get the shooting and shit get the talking and everything and it continued there it never died and it will never die you always have men spitting the real one way or another and just like they're trying to silence this um i believe the guy's name is andrew tate i'm vaguely familiar with this uh material but from what i understand from what I understand, he speaks a lot of red pill truth, and he's blatant about it and straightforward about it. He doesn't beat around the bush about it. And for some strange reason, I guess, I don't know, Facebook and Instagram got triggered by it. So I'm going to, at some point in time, I'm going to listen to some of his material because I'm not you know, all that familiar with him. But the fact that they're trying to censor him just leads to a whole bigger problem in the society that we live in today it's like they want everybody assimilated in the same mind frame they want you to think the same do the do the same stuff dress the same listen to the same kind of music be influenced by the same type of things the same kind of movies and cartoons and it's like they trying to mold us mold the population into one way of thinking and living and it was never america was never meant to be this way it wasn't and i don't even understand why would you want a society where everybody's the fucking same 
that shit is fucking insane. Fucking insane. So I'm definitely going to reach out. I'm not reach out. I'm definitely going to find out exactly his stance, what he was, you know, what he was about, you know, saying things like that. Because now I'm curious. I'm wondering what is I'm 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 curious I want to see exactly what did he say to really trigger these like CEOs and you know whoever makes the decision to completely ban somebody from a platform what did he say that was so horrible Now I might be getting I might be getting guys mixed up. Okay, I was just about okay. Yeah, I was getting mixed up because I remember uh, Jordan Peterson uh, said something and and somebody they tried to force him to apologize for saying it, and he said, "You know what? I'm not apologizing." And then they banned him from a platform. Ah. Uh, I think they banned him from Twitter before Elon Musk took over. Shout out to Elon Musk. Yo, bring back Jordan Peterson, bro. He he has a right to express his views and opinions like everybody else. You know, let Andrew Tate get a platform. Let him get a spot on Twitter, too. Let him, let him voice his thoughts and opinions. It's only fair. We can't go down a rabbit hole of censoring and silencing people because we don't agree or like what they say it's a double-edged sword we can't we can't go we can't do that because as soon as we do that to one person one day it's going to be you that's going to say something or do something and then all of a sudden the, the extra sensitive ultra sensitive militia of today's society now all of a sudden they want to cancel you So we gotta we gotta avoid stay away from that. I don't care if you are a skinhead, you in the KKK, you hate black people, you want to murder and kill. But I, I don't care. You have the right to say and express whatever you want to. And just like that, people that don't like what you say. People that want to go up against you, they have a right to go up against you and oppose your point of view. Everybody has the right to be heard. You can say what you want to say. Now, if you put actions behind what you're saying, then you're going to suffer the consequences. It's not that hard to understand. 
natural selection karma the gift and the curse you get what you deal out energy balance that's all that it's all of that so if any of you out there are in support of censoring in any kind of way any form of fashion you are part of the problem because you have the mindset that you want everybody to agree with you you want an echo chamber real life does not work that way why would you want everybody to agree with everything you say and do at that point you don't even know if though if those people are telling you the truth about what they think and feel they could be lying to you just to get close enough to you to stab you in the back so let people say what they want And when they act on those things, then as a human being, you should be smart enough to make preparations and have plans to defend yourself. Instead of being ultra scared, at all, cancel them, don't let them talk. And it's, No, let them talk as much as they want. Let them say whatever they want. I guarantee you, if there's anybody out there within the sound of my voice, Whoever is the first person to come up with a platform that allows, that truly allows free speech. I'm not talking about Patreon and stuff like that where you got to pay. I'm talking about free broadcastable content being able to be distributed by anyone. The first person that comes up with that, allowing people to say whatever they want to say. The creator of that platform will be a billionaire going on the trillionaire really, really fast. Really, really fast. Now, if Elon Musk is serious about Twitter, I hope Twitter turns into that. Turn it into a platform where content creators can make a lot of money for themselves and they have ultimate free speech. They can say whatever they want to say. And if they say some crazy shit, like some Timothy McVeigh type, you know, 9-11, like I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Well, the government has a way of tracking these people down. You don't want them saying stuff like that in secret. Let them say it out in the open. Let them say it. But see all the censoring and all this stuff that's going on that's that's counterproductive for america it's not we're moving backwards we're not moving forwards when it comes to that Thank you.
Yeah, we're just sitting back vibing on the Red Blizzard podcast. How y'all doing out there this Saturday night? Where are my sports fans at? There's anybody out there that are Bears fans like me? If you saw the first two preseason games, what do you think? I'm curious. I'm curious on your sports thoughts. Come to come to my Red Blizzard 357 channel on YouTube. Give me some of your sports thoughts too. Because I want to touch on some things. For those of you that don't know, I'm a Chicago Bears, Chicago Bulls, and Chicago White Sox fan. Come to my YouTube channel. We could chop it up about that. You know, I love to do some more sports videos and thoughts and stuff like that. And I'm about to start doing live streams, whether it's on sports or a lot of the same topics that I cover on my YouTube channel already. So I can get some response in real time. But my quick sport thought right now on the Bears is the games I saw, I'm encouraged because they are much better at tackling than they had ever been under Matt Nagy as head coach. I mean, you could see it on the field. You could see the whole, they just seem more prepared in the game. They got a total of two penalties in two preseason games. As you're watching the games, most the majority of the penalties is against the other team. Whether it's Kansas City, I mean Kansas City is coached by Andy Reid. I went to, I went to see that game in person, and you know Andy Reid is a Super Bowl winning coach. He's always in the playoffs. Very accomplished coach. He know he knows what he's doing. And even they had more penalties than the Bears, so that in itself is very encouraging. And then Seattle, you know, Pete Carroll got a Super Bowl win. He's been to another Super Bowl, so he's not a screw-up coach. He knows what he's doing. And they had many more penalties than the Bears. I'm like, okay, I am encouraged. You add that with the fact that the defense now seems like they know how to tackle. And that I'm loving that. And the offensive line, it is what it is. We had three starters not playing at all. So, and the backups did an okay job. So, there's there's some optimism there. There's you no know, something to build on. And for those of you out there who are Chicago Bulls fans like me, um, 
I'm almost ready to on this season. How does Goran Dragic get a knee injury already playing for his countrymen? What is with the Bulls and knee injuries? Why is everybody's knees always bad? What is going on up there? I mean, everybody's, I mean, it's like they have the knee curse. Jason Williams does something stupid on a motorcycle, tears his knees up, ends his career. Derrick Rose blows out his knee. Luau Dang has a stress fracture in his shin. If I'm not mistaken, I think that started with a... I think he had like a basic knee tweak or whatever. And then the shin fracture developed a little bit after that. Uh, I'm not sure. I think that's how it happened. And you get now you got Alonzo Ball. He just, you know, MCL again, from what I understand. They saying he might not be ready for the start of the season. So they go out and get Gordon Dragic. He decides to play for his uh, where he's from. Uh, was that Slovenia? And uh, in those uh, competitions, ends up hurting his knee out there. I haven't heard anything about a surgery, but haven't heard anything about him not needing surgery either. So. Yeah, it's looking very suspicious about my bulls. I'm just, yeah, it's you know, it's not looking good. And my Chicago White Sox, say, hey, what can I say? Just you know, if you got MLB the show on PS5 or whatever, you're probably better off getting them to win it might be easier to get them to the playoffs on that than in real life I, th- I th- my personal opinion is they are done but that's just my personal opinion I mean what, uh, what do I know I'm just a guy with a mic still have a burning just just a question for black women just one thing i don't understand who told y'all that it was cute sexy and or acceptable to come outside wearing a bonnet Bad enough, y'all look stupid as fuck without with them dumbass eyelashes, looking like snuffy turds. But now you're adding that to the bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> 
the bonnet just makes you look lazy and dirty and that's ignoring the fact that some of y'all do that and come outside in pajamas and you the same heifers that's looking for respect you same heifers that think a man somewhere down the line is gonna want to marry you and what fairy tale dreamland are you referring to? Because in real life, that shit ain't happening. For those of you that don't know what a snuffy turd is, picture Snuffleupagus and his stupid ass eyelashes taking a shit. Picture those little turds with the same stupid ass eyelashes, the red lipstick, wearing a bonnet. That is a snuffy turd. world has literally been flipped upside down stranger things just illustrating reality that we live in the upside down we actually living in the upside down right now where you have black women running around thinking you know, the more they act like men and conduct themselves like men, the more they'll be able to attract men. That is the most fallible, stupid way of thinking I can even think of. Like, who who raised y'all? Oh, I forgot. Another masculine woman, probably. But hey, it's all the men's fault, right? That's usually what y'all say. But according to y'all, there are no men around. So how is it the men's fault when they're not there? Hmm. This is why the passport bros and the pump and dump bros had it right all along. See, the passport bros just want to get away from the matrix. And I'm, a lot of people that want to dick police black men quick to say, well, they paying for the taco. So it doesn't count. But just think about it. Just think about it. I've seen and read some incidences where guy paid for the taco. 
and the woman still gave him attitude and pushback. But wait a minute, he paid for it. Shouldn't she do what he wants? She still came at him in a masculine manner. Yes, the modern day B-dub. That's what they do. Take your money and still act like a man. But of course, it's not their fault. It's never their fault. It's always somebody else's fault. So if a guy chooses to trick in the United States and a trick is still being disagreeable, non-submissive and confrontational. But when that same guy gets his passport and then goes overseas and does the same thing, and has such a splendid, most beautiful experience. What can you attribute that to? A lot of people hating on passport bros. I don't understand why. I don't know why there's so much dick policing going on when it comes to the black man. And it doesn't even take much. I mean, black man could be just minding his own damn business. But somebody wants to come along and attach a stigma to him and, and hate on him and shame him from any sort of international travel because they wasn't expecting brothers to get passports in abundance and start filling them passport with stamps all over the world they weren't expecting that no nah. expecting that at all and this is where the shaming comes in it's not just from women it's not just from black women or any women yeah a lot of these simps on that bullshit too it's just utterly disgusting and non-understandable why the fuck do you care what another man put his dick don't you got business of your own to tend to See these simple forces, they are the henchmen of the B dub. They are indeed the henchmen. Press a button and launch. They are the missiles. They are the silo. They are the missiles coming out of the silo after the B dub presses the button. Yo. There go a red pill brother right there. Push the button. Yo, attack him. They couldn't wait till a high profile red pill brother passed away. R.I.P. to Kevin Samuels. Oh, they couldn't wait. The body wasn't even cold before they started dancing on his grave. 
And that's how they feel about all of us. All of us black men to speak up and speak out about the nonsense that's going on in modern day society, especially in regards to black women. They had a mindset. How dare these men stand up and defy us and speak out against what we want to do. We dare because we're adults and you don't own us and you can't tell us what the fuck to do or what the fuck to say. That's why. And that's why. After each day that passes, the snow flurries fall harder because winter is no longer coming. Winter is here. That's why y'all acting out so much, huh? throwing a temper tantrum in the supermarket of society y'all didn't count on these red pill talking points reaching generations up and coming look at the young men coming up the young brothers coming up they'll tell you in a minute they ain't dating no black woman that's what got y'all mad y'all access is being shut off early the fire hose is catching the adjustable pliers early. You know how the fireman used to come to the hood, slap them big ass adjustable pliers on the on the drain, tighten that joint up, shut off the water. Yeah, y'all weren't expecting them red pill pliers to show up, was y'all? That's what got the B dub so mad. Red pill pliers. Anyway, I say all that to say this. Shout out to the Passport Bros. Shout out to the Pump and Dump Bros. Who foresaw the sunkenness of society far in advance. And a lot of us brothers was non-believers. We was in denial to a certain extent. But now, yes, we pretty much all see it now. So, shout out to them that being said we're gonna close out this podcast red blizzard 357 and i'm out